When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Lord Oz YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network. Back in the building, part two of the segue, part two of the show. Fellas, we know we're going to talk about these Cavalier guards moving forward. I got a question. We know who we're going to talk about. But if you had to pick an honorable mention, all-time Cleveland Cavaliers guard, who would it be? Really, I'm going to start with you, man. Who you got first as a Cleveland Cavaliers guard? You know what? I'm going I'm about to make my dad proud, man. <laughs> I'm going to pick Mark Price. Oh, got change. Mark Price. Okay. Mark, what what reason? Why you got Mark Price? My dad was a huge fan of Mark Price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a huge he just like the fact cuz when he would always talk about the cast, he would always talk about how gritty that cast team was, mm-hmm. how they wasn't messing around, they could shoot, mm-hmm. and they just like I said, they just wasn't a team to play with. They just so happened to just play against Michael Jordan. But mm. <laughs> but that's really why. Okay. Honestly. Tay Boy Fresh, your all-time guard that we're not going to talk about this this evening on the pod. Man, Big G, Rally took the, the low-hanging fruit with that one, didn't he, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> facts. Total facts. So, uh, man, I'm going to – I'm going to go ahead and step out there, man, and be a new little – have a little bit of recency bias, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the young fella, DG, man, Darius Garland, is up there. But if I if I can't pick the guys we said to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm to I'm leave. I know who you're going to take, too, I think, Big G. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm going to take Darius Garland. He's already an all-star in his fourth year. Uh, he's one of the best players on the current team. Um, yeah, man. I mean, he's been, he gets injured often, but you know, I think right now he's only 23 years old. I think the best is yet to come from DG. All right, man. So I, I'm going in the way back time machine, man, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I want to point out a guy that I think actually saved the Cleveland Cavaliers franchise back in the day, man. There was a guy named Lloyd Free whose name was actually changed to World Be Free, that when the Cavaliers were playing in the old Richland Arena, not even necessarily in Cleveland, because Richland is a suburb. There's this thing called Richland Heights. 
It's in Cleveland. It's a suburb. And the arena was there, not downtown. The Cavs were very disconnected from the city of Cleveland. And I remember they traded from World Be Free from the Philadelphia 76ers to bring him over to the Cavs. World Be Free got the Cavs in the playoffs. And I remember that started the whole little saga of people actually paying attention to Cleveland as being a legitimate basketball franchise. So I'm saying if if you talk about the history of the Cavs, you got to bring up World Be Free as a guard who was a little long in the tooth, I might add, and who had been through a lot of injuries and all whatever else. But I think he had a season where he averaged like 24, 25 points a game and led the Cavs to a playoff, which was unheard of because Cleveland was a bottom feeder for years prior to that point. So my guys will be free for sure. All right, fellas, we're going to get to the talk, the chatter. Best guard. We got the two identified. Who you got? I'll say number one is Kyrie Irving. We got all the stats pulled up. And number two, Don Mitchell. Take boy fresh. Kick the conversation off. Who you got, man? Man, this is a tough one, man, because, like, you know, Kyrie is a great all-time player. Donald Mitchell was our current great. Mm. Ky- Ky- Kyrie didn't make the 75, did he? No. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. So it's tough, man, as, 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 we, as we look at their career highlights. Let's keep in mind, Kyrie, four and a half years older than Donovan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie got that championship. That's that's the big the big notch on this belt he has over Donovan. Mm-hmm. Kyrie has eight All Star games to Donovan's five. Facts. Kyrie, Kyrie has uh, one NBA All Second Team. So does Donovan. Yep. Kyrie has two third teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie has an NBA All Star MVP. Um. Trying to compare him here. Kyrie was rookie of the year. Donovan Mitchell was all rookie first team. Yep. Kyrie's won a three-point contest. Donovan's won a dunk contest. And Donovan's in a three-point contest this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, so look, this is where I'm gonna go sideways, Big G. Okay. It'd be easy to say that Kyrie is better. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take Donovan. Yeah. And here's why. Here's why. Donovan, right currently, I can ask you or really this. Either one of y'all can answer this. Mm. Currently, the best player on the cast. Donovan Mitchell. Really? Donovan Mitchell. Okay. When Kyrie played his best ball for the cast, they won the championship. Who was the best player on the cast? LeBron James. LeBron James. Mm. When Kyrie didn't have LeBron, the Cavs were still a losing team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like we talked about it on the last episode, four smoke, force multiplier, mm-hmm. make those around you better, impact winning. Now, maybe that's what's wrong with Dallas, BG. Why you, know, why you don't like them with Luca and Kyrie? Maybe they got two empty calorie guys, right? Total facts. I swear I was gonna bring it up. <laughs> I swear I was gonna bring it up, but you're total so, facts. I feel like Donovan Mitchell really impacts winning. And, it, and and I think even even better, even when he's in Utah, he had he had a team at least one that had sixty wins, the number one seed in the West. Yeah, 
Yeah. Kyrie, when he had LeBron, them jokers was lottery bound. <laughs> Every year. Every lottery year. Bound. Got, got Anthony so, Bennett one year and could have had would have had Wiggins the other year. Yeah, that's right. Two times in a row. Mm -hmm. After after get him with the number one pick. Facts. Yeah, him with the number one pick. Then they got Anthony Bennett. Then they got Andrew Wiggins, which they traded for Kevin Love because LeBron came back. Facts. So, yeah, man. I just I just gotta go with uh I gotta go with Ky I mean Donovan Mitchell mm -hmm. being the overall better of the two as far as their time in Cleveland, minus Kyrie hitting the shot and winning the championship, but also playing with the best player in the world. Mm -hmm. Really? Your thoughts, man. I got I gotta go Kyrie. Um mm. I gotta go Kyrie because it's like even if you disregard the accolades, right? We Pretend you forgot all of those happened. Kyrie got a championship, all that stuff. But, like, Uncle Tay, you even touched on it, right? Like, I understand you saying when Kyrie didn't have Braun, look what they did. But look at what he had on that roster. Like, think mm. about the names you was Anthony Bennett, uh, uh, Selfish Dion Waiters, mm. CJ Miles. Spencer mm. Halls, mm. like he had a team of like if we're being honest, he had a team of clucks. And Don, from the start, he's had players like he had Gordon Hayward starting his career. He's had Rudy Gobert, right? Mm. He's had talent. And even when he got, got to Cleveland, like Kyrie, before he even got LeBron, he didn't even have half of that roster from a talent standpoint. And I think this is why I think, and I'm glad you even touched on Luca. I think this is kind of why Luca gets. A certain amount of praise because yes, he got Kyrie, but then when you forget about Kyrie, who else is on that roster? What player do you realistically say who's a difference maker on Dallas? Tim Hardaway well, Jr. That's not a difference maker. I'm, I'm 18, sorry. 18 5, 18 5, 3 and D. Come on now. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 18 5 a game. Watch. You pit Tim Hardaway many, on any many, other how, 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 how many different makers are you going to have? I mean, they got. Two two all-star players. Maybe you have three, but don't nobody got really got more than three. What are we talking but you about? But you still gotta have a you still gotta have your Karis Leverts, you still gotta have your Mobley's, you still gotta have your Porter Grant, Jr. You still gotta Grant have your Williams, Sam Merrill's. Grant Williams. I mean, I'll run down the list now. They, they just they, 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 you can, they you can, just trade Grant Williams. But even but before, they, I mean, but even Grant Williams before, if you watch Grant Williams. You you give him a corner three, you gotta close your eyes and pretend he might make it. Mm. Like we, we gotta be we gotta be honest here. Like <laughs> Kyrie, yes, he did not make a playoff appearance until he got LeBron James. Facts. But for what it's worth, if you would have get hey, if you would have gave cash your Kyrie question, anybody, cash your yeah, question. Yeah. And, and and it's just, I'm only I'm only interjecting jumping in because it goes to what you're speaking to, and then mm -hmm. you can take it from there. Because I need to say this. What about when he played with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kevin Durant and James Harden? What about when he played with those guys? Yeah, and where did they go? Down. No, but where did they go? Let's let's be honest. Where did they go? They wasn't out the playoffs. But he, he they he wasn't out. Make... I'm just saying he had young he had young bulls and they they made the playoffs. What's what, what's Don Mitchell have right now? How old is Evan Mobley? Darius Garland is, is well. Over than what Jason because Jason Tatum was what like a first or second year in the league, or JB was first year. 
Mm. Like JB wasn't even developed yet. He didn't even know what development looked like yet. Mm. Okay, I can like I let, can let's give we, you that. But they, had, gotta, they, they 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 had Al Horford, a younger Al Horford than he is now. Right? They had they had Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. Now I'm trying to say Kyrie's been in places where he's had pieces. And he's made but, it to the offs. I'm I'm just saying, like, like, cause we talking about cause it's not like Don went to the finals now. It's not like no. Don hasn't had his blunders in the playoffs in the Western Conference. We've seen what he done against some teams. So it's not like the it's not like Kyrie didn't like, I mean, if you want to go match for match, ever since Kyrie got just a taste of help, he did either the same as Don or better. Not in Dallas. Not a doubt. Well, that's, 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 that's to be determined, though, on that one. That well, was last year. Yeah, he was he got there and halfway. The playoffs. Yeah, they didn't make, but he, he got traded half literally at the deadline. So he had a half a season they, to make they, it work. They, 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 he got traded with the thought that he could help turn it around and get him into the playoffs, and he didn't. And they, they blumped it. I'll give you that. He just, for sure. He just went back to regular old Kyrie, who he's always been without LeBron James. And I love Kyrie. Don't get it twisted. Okay. So, if I got to be the tiebreaker and settle the score concerning who I think <laughs> is the better guard, I got to go on the side of Donovan Mitchell. For this reason and this reason only. You have never heard Kyrie Irving's name mentioned as a first-team All-NBA player. You have never heard Kyrie's name mentioned as a possible MVP of the league. You have never heard that. Never. Kyrie is a great guard. I'm not taking away from his game and even more so his skill set because I think as far as a handle is concerned, there's nobody in the league that's got a better handle than Kyrie Irving. Nobody's taking the ball from Kyrie Irving. If he has a turnover, it's because he turned it over. It's not because somebody took it from him. So handles, yeah. But eye of the Tiger, the Kobe Bryant eye, yeah, Kyrie had a big shot with Braun getting triple teamed. You know, the whole night. And he had a little energy. Yeah, he won a playoff game for the Cavs that was critical for them to get their chip. But I the Tiger, I think Don's got a little bit bigger eye, man. And I and Mitchell is a leader. Well, I don't know if Kyrie is. Kyrie's a basketball player and a very good basketball player. But a leader? Spider's hey, that guy, hey, bro. Hey, Big G. Yeah. To piggyback on what you're saying, that's why Kyrie didn't work with Kevin Durant and James Harden because neither one of them are a leader on the team. They mm -hmm. all great basketball players. That's why that didn't work. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. And that, that's why I said I think if I had to take – if I got a guy that I'm going into the trenches with and I'm trying to get a series, give me Mitch, man. Give me Spider-Man. Give me Spider-Man. For, for that one reason and one reason alone because I think he's not – going to want to lose like that to where Kyrie, if we win, if we lose, what difference does it make? Because, listen, it was set up for him in Brooklyn. Whether, you know, we just can't look past what was going on in Brooklyn. It was set up. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, bro, you should have won the East two and three years in a row, and it didn't work because Kyrie wasn't that dude. But I, I promise you this. If it would have been Donovan Mitchell, James Harden, and Kyrie, and Kevin Durant, might have looked a little different. 
Mine looked a little different. And that's because Mitchell would have demanded excellence out of the guys he played with versus, and really to ask your question, who's the best guy that Mitchell played with before he got to Cleveland? Who's the best player he ever played with? Rudy Gobert? <laughs> Trash. <laughs> you know, so come on, man. He ain't, it's not like he had a whole bunch of outstanding ballers. ballers. So he willed his team to a 60-win-plus performance with the Western Conference. He ain't got no ballers play with him. Not until he got to Cleveland. Not that I know of. Maybe maybe you got somebody else, Rally. You know somebody outside of Rudy Gobert? M- M- Conley? From Ohio State? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, yeah, we're talking, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at the list and thinking, like, who was on the squad? Wasn't nobody out there in Utah. It was him. He got he got some of the he, he had George Niang out there. Trash he got in Cleveland. Trash. Uh, yeah, I mean you got a point there too, Big G. I mean, it ain't like Kyrie. I mean, it ain't like um Don was playing with a lot. Now I give Relly uh, the point based on this. Good news for the Cavs. The Knicks lost tonight too to the Rockets. Get him out of so, there. Um 105-103. But uh that Kyrie was picked number one overall. Facts. Which means he means he was going to a terrible team. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell was picked number 13. Facts. And if I remember correctly, he was coming in kind of replacing D. Will around that time. Yep, that's facts. That's facts. So, I mean, even though Utah wasn't great, they wasn't as bad as the Cavs was at that time, mm-hmm. post-LeBron. Yeah, so, I facts. give you that, but I just think as, was, as we talk about it, I mean – Donovan Mitchell already in a year, a year and a half of season of playing has the second most 40 point games in Cleveland history, only behind LeBron James in a year and a half. Already. That's that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Cavs finished 51 and 31 last year. Yeah. He had a young team. I mean, his guys were what? Jared Allen, about 25, might be 26 now. Last year was 24, 25. You had Darius Garland, the year journey is now, he was 22. Evan Mobley is 21. Babies. I mean, you got you got Chet, you got you got Isaac Cora out there who's young too. Jetty Osman was not really good. He's a hustler. You know what I mean? So I think when we look at it, man, Robin Lopez. I Garbage. Mean, I, think, I, mean, I think I think Donovan just took that team and carried them to 51 wins. And now they look bad in the playoffs. He got to make up for that this year. But yeah, if, if I gotta pick one guy to be on my all-time Cavs key, the all-time Cavs team at that position, I gotta take Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Really, any rebuttal before we switch topics to get up on out of the show, bro. No rebuttals, but I'm still all in with Kyrie though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. Hey, who, 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 who you got really? Because I know, I know, I, I know this is a fanboy thing going on with Kyrie, man. Big G, as you like to say it's a little bias, I think, going on. But I'm gonna oh, ask Rally. We're gonna find out right here, Rally. Who your favorite between Kyrie and your boy John Deasley Wall? <laughs> I'm a I'm gonna be honest. I it's John Wall. That's that's where it, it was always John Wall. I always thought they could uh yeah, I always, I always thought John Wall was a better overall player than Kyrie Irving. So I got a lot I got a lot of criticism for that. Hey, but, uh, hey, so John you know Wall what? could never stay healthy. <laughs> when, when 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 I was working, man, my company had a had a suite at the game, and I, I would go to, and 
you could always go because nobody cared to go because at the time the the Wiz Wizards were sorry, Cleveland was sorry. So I could always go every time the Cavs came to town to DC, I could go watch the Cavs and the Wizards and watch John Wall and Kyrie because they were both on really bad teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Wall was number one pick in I think 2010, and Kyrie was number one in 2011 overall. Mm-hmm. So I got to see some good talent, but some trashy teams, as Big G would say. <laughs> Total trash. They was horrible. Lottery in all day and night, all day hey, and well, night. Just what, full what John Wall doing now, really? He's selling insurance? Yeah. <laughs> Stay you know, you know, he just relaxing, you know. Just a little <laughs> vacation. Hey, Big G, mm-hmm. you see her really said me it sound like a like a, a movie mm-hmm. romance. Really, really said it was always John Wall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like he hey, loved John Wall. Yeah, I mean that that's his, you know, I understand it's his bromance. I get it. You know. <laughs> but really, I'm gonna tell you something, and then we're gonna pivot to get up out of the show. I know a guard that would have cooked both of them. Who would have cooked them both? Gilbert Arenas. He'd have smoked both of them. Kyrie and John Wall. Gilbert Arenas was a dog. Oh, he was. He would have cooked, cooked them. Cooked them. I know far as here living here, man, through through Agent Zero and through John Wall. John Wall was bigger than, than Agent Zero, man. Popular, but he wasn't a better basketball player. You might depend Agent, what you want, though. I mean, Agent Zero is more of a scorer, though. Boy, he was out there cooking. <laughs> Agent Zero was out there cooking. Cooked him up. He'd have served him up. Him, Larry Hughes, and Antoine Jameson. Yeah, bro. That Wizards team was for real. You know, you know what killed them back? They kept running into Braun. Kept running into Braun. I was going. They kept I was running into Braun. I was one of them games too, and that's when they got. Like I said, so I was seeing playoff games here, and yeah. then they lost Agent Zero and whoever else, and Braun went to Miami, and both teams was trash. Facts, total facts. But Gilbert Arenas would have cooked them both. <laughs> would have cooked them, cooked them, sauced them up nice and neat. All right, <laughs> fellas, what you? Hey, why, 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 Big Gs get so hype on his takes, man? It would have sauced him. I don't care what nobody say. Gilbert Arenas, sauce, sauce like and this, butter. I feel like it's the same space we was in. We was talking about Shay and Luke and it, that, that that clip that went viral, man. Hey. He put him in the blender. He put him in the blender. Hey, I bet you, I bet you the NBA, the NBA world rock with that Gilbert Arenas. I bet you did, man. Gilbert Arenas was a monster, bro. Gilbert Arenas was a monster. He was he out there was. giving brothers buckets. Total hey, buckets. Hey, re- hey, real quick, BG, before you got here. Mm-hmm. The Cavs, just some Cavs news. Zaire Smith, been playing for the Cleveland Charge. Yep. Signed a 10-day contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6'3", 200, basically. He was, he was the first-round pick in 2018. I think in 2018 when he got drafted, he probably was about he probably was about 18, just with turning 19 years old right before mm-hmm. the, maybe right before the draft, he turned 19. Mm-hmm. But uh the write-up on him says Isaac Okora is the easiest comparison to make for Zaire Smith. Both are shooting guards, small forward hybrids that are disruptive, active mm-hmm. defenders, but have limited off-the-dribble offensive creation. They mm-hmm. both derive most of their offense from corner threes and cuts to the basket. Smith yeah. isn't nearly the shutdown defender Okoro is, but he is more natural offensive off-ball mover. And, yeah. and a more natural off-ball mover, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't disagree. He's another three and D guy. You listen as far as the, the current trajectory for the NBA. You can never get enough three and D guys. You gotta have a. You gotta have your bench gotta stretch all the way down because a guy could get hurt in a moment's notice. So you gotta get a three and D. You gotta have three and D guys on the bench, and I think he's serviceable as far as a three and D in case something happened. He fits hey, and the that's, and that's and, and that's what that's what I'm liking, man, about this this Cavs team, man. Um, you know, man, we got a lot of lot of good young talent, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got Craig Porter Jr. on lock and low. You got Amani still getting it in in the in the G League. Now they bring this guy Zaire Smith up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of good young players that, that won't be factors this year. But man, the cupboard ain't bare, man. And yeah, fine. we lost some draft capital. I mean, and Big G, let me talk about this real quick because you brought it up on the last show, at least backstage. Where you potentially want to trade Darius Garland? Shipping. Shipping. I mean, this is the reason I'm saying. I'm not saying it because he's a bad player. I'm saying I don't think he fits. I like the Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell on the ball. Big G. That is got, that has been how they've been winning. I agree. But before you can before you can do that, though, you got you got to get a commitment from Donovan Mitchell. I think if they had a commitment for Donovan Mitchell signed the contract. I think they could look at moving guard. They would be open to looking to see what they can get for guard. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, that's I the mean, first thing. You can't get rid of him and then Donovan Mitchell leave next year. I don't disagree, but I think that that's what what's what this season is so why, and why the season is so pivotal for the Cavs. The cat they have to make a playoff run, get a first round win, get a second round win, and be close to the, either the conference semifinals and or the conference finals. I see Mitchell sticking with the Cavs if that happens. But if they exit an adios muchachos first round, dog, Don's gone. But hey, if they get the extension, trade him. Trade Garland, man. Hey, 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 Rally. Yeah. Oh, I want to say one thing first, though, because the best two young players on the team are Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. And y'all know since Evan Mobley been back, he averages 16, 10, and like four or five assists. Facts. And he's shooting, well, totally, he's six of 11 from three-point range mm-hmm. since he's been back. This is this is Evan Mobley starting to unmask and unwrap what we've been wanting him to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm liking what I see from Evan Mobley. But really, I want your take on Darius Garland. I know, I, know, I know DG your boy, too, so you probably don't want to get rid of him. But go ahead and tell us what you think. I mean – to Big G's point, I do think depending on how we handle ourselves in a playoff is going to dictate his future. But I think that's probably why they didn't make no well no no huge moves because of how they probably looking at it and like shoot. I mean, if we trade DG now and Don still say I'm trying to get up out of here, we just made a terrible move. We just lost two right. players, right? right? But if we, you know, we just tank this through. Let's see what happens in the playoff and then. We get to the offseason and Don say, hey, man, I signed this extension, but you got to get me a dog. You got to give me a real dog. They might say, all right, this is why we kept DG. We're going to trade him, package him for one of those those stars they talking about might be on the open market. They talking about Trey Young might be available. They talking about PG might not uh, mm. resign. You know, mm. it's a lot of lucrative stars that might truly be on that mar- market. And they say, hey, we're going we gonna to use DG as a little bit of collateral. 
mm. to really show Donovan Mitchell. We for real. Mm. Because everybody else, I mean, you got to – Cavs, I mean, anybody that's watching the Cavs, we got a lot of pieces. We got mm. a lot of money to move, and we got some pretty decent contracts for most of our players to get something done. So I can see the scenario where DG is getting traded. But, it, of course, it's going to happen, if anything, at the soon as this offseason. Facts. Yeah, I think I, I think at the end of this season, like you said, Riley, the playoff run, whatever they do in the playoffs and then the offseason, I think you might get something from Donovan. You know, he might know what he may want to do. I'm not trading Darius Garland for Trey Young. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to stay little. Mm-mm. Yeah, for you know, sure. That, yeah. That, that's, we, we run into the same problem right there. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, it's a possibility. It all continues upon what Donovan Mitchell decides to do. But let me ask y'all this too before we get out of here: the buyout market. The Lakers already got Spencer Dinwiddie. The uh, 76ers got Kyle Lowry. I thought he might play tonight, but he didn't. And who do you think the Cavs could potentially, possibly get that may get bought out? Gordon Hayward with the OKC, right, Big G? Yep, he he there sitting sitting in, and balling. Absolutely. You guys know anybody? I'm, I'm thinking maybe. Tell me what you think about. I think he'll get bought out two of these guys potentially. Um, Joe Harris. Trash. And, and, and Doug McDermott. I ain't mad at McDermott. I ain't mad at McDermott because he can put the ball in the basket and he's still got a little bit of quickness. Joe Harris, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You, Don't you want to rock with Joe Harris? Heck no, trash. As a catch and shoot, just put him in the corner. That's, that's like, what I'm whatever, at, really. You know what I mean? I mean you he, put him he, in the he, corner when ice is, you know, giving you a little bit of trouble. No. Hey, man. he probably he probably a little more athletic than Joe Harris. I mean, than McDermott. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. big G Tubbo McDermott still got some quicks? <laughs> <laughs> man, I take I take a guy like Thaddeus Young, who's another big. Or give me a guy maybe like Corey Joseph. But the dude I would want to see get bought out, and I think he is going to get bought out, is Seth Curry. Give me – if you want a dude to sit in the corner and make a shot, I'll take him and a buyout yeah, this current buyout don't market. You, don't you think our guard rotation is too heavy right now? Bro, I mean, I when it's playoff I, time, you can't have enough guards. Well, when playoff time, they, they, they cut the rotation to like eight or nine players at the most. I understand that. And I don't but, think – I like Seth Curry. I don't think he shoot better than uh, Merle. Merle trying to get clocked. He can shoot better than Joe Harris. Oh, I don't know. He can shoot know, better man. than Joe. What do you I, think, Riley? I don't, I don't think he shoot better than Joe. I, I right. think, I, I think uh, we just, you know. Another, another big G hot take. <laughs> I like Curry, man. I like Curry in playoff basketball. I've seen Curry play well in playoff basketball. I, I've always seen Joe Harris fold in playoff basketball with Brooklyn. He always folded. He couldn't make it. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. So that's know, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you never know with injuries, man. I don't, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see Seth Curry come here and cracking the rotation. Yeah, but I, if got, I had to pick a guy, I picked Thaddeus Young. Though I picked Thaddeus Young. If I had to pick a guy, I need another big. You can never go wrong getting enough another big body too. He's a you know, big, but he kind of like a better than Tristan he Thompson. He kind of like a small ball forward. No, not 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 for what Tristan give you though. That he ain't gonna give you that 
that that that that bully that down low on the block, he gonna mm-hmm. give you a quick post up move and and do a little do a little flip up to the hole. He might hit a couple open shots, but he can't he can't guard he can't guard like you ain't gonna put him on uh Embiid to get no fouls. Embiid gonna straight right, no. Yeah, he's gonna bully ball, bully ball all day and night. So, all right, fellas, we're to the end of the show. Any final thoughts or any closing thoughts before we get out of here for another rendition of That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast? Take Boy Fresh, I'm gonna swing it to you. Big G, man. Just want to thank it's been a pleasure doing the show with you and Relly both again, man. I feel like it's, it's been a minute. We've done two shows tonight. Facts. Well, this part two will be aired. The post game is going to go up right away. This part two will probably be aired. You'll probably be getting this on Tuesday, Tuesday morning sometime. It's still it's Got still it. Monday night. It's still Monday night right now. Yeah, okay. Got now, it. So that's it, man. Thanks for joining us. Be sure. Hey, check us out. Me and Big G, if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, just an NFL fan, just an entertainment fan. Me and Big G do a podcast on the Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network. Pump Your Breaks podcast with our homie Shannon White. We also do a, 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 a double podcast on Friday nights called The Homies, and then the second hour is called The Homies Overtime, again on the Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network. Uh, our know-it-all podcast with myself, Big G, Big G's brother, Mod, and, you know, the collective of us is the, the know-it-all crew, really part of the know-it-all crew, even though he don't know as much. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool though because we all just try to do this podcast thing together. Fans first is a great platform, and we just appreciate all the love. So tell a friend to tell a friend. If you listen to this podcast, download it, follow on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Amazon, wherever you listen to your audio podcast, just give us a follow because we're coming with this fired calves heat. And you know, the NBA printed up now, the Super Bowl is over. So we don't got nothing but basketball. We're going to get into it between now and the finals in June. Facts. Rally Hall, your closing thoughts, bro. You know, I'm just thankful to be on here. You know, it's been a while talking with, talking basketball about with y'all, especially Cavs. So I'm just happy to be here. Um, of course, I'm going to catch you again on a, a Luca take. But, you know, that's I'm going to say that for another day. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> all right fellas thank you again once again thank you for listening to us on that's rather cavaliers cleveland cavaliers podcast on fans first sports network and as we close every show let's go calves let's go calves let's go calves All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price.